Welcome back to The Ball Podcast with me, your host, Stephanie O'Quigley. If this is the first episode that you've tuned into, I so appreciate it and I hope that you enjoy the podcast episodes from here on out. This episode is an interview with Louise Cooney, one of Ireland's biggest influencers and for all the right reasons. Louise has shared her life via Instagram and YouTube, focusing on fashion inspiration, beauty reviews and all-round realness. Louise moved to New York just a few weeks ago and I got to visit her in her new Manhattan abode. I spoke to Louise about leaving everything behind in Ireland to follow her dreams of living in New York, the online hate and negativity towards the word influencer and her impressions and plans for New York so far. Louise's honesty, work ethic and openness has won the hearts of almost 200,000 Instagram followers. If you tune into this episode, you'll understand why. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, Louise, thank you so much for coming on. I'm like bombarding you and you're only your first few weeks here in New York oh, trying so to get excited. everything together and yeah. sorted. It can be hectic. Well, it's great to see you and to have you come <laughs> over. And this is a good excuse. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been uh, watching some of your YouTube videos and we'll talk about New York, I suppose, at the end because your journey really started out. Um, you worked for Tourism Ireland in New York, mm-hmm. actually, funny enough. Um, and you struggled with balancing your career as a social media influencer because I remember when you came back from New York City the very first time and that's when I met you first Mm -hmm. and we had been like following each other on social media and you had spent a year out here was it a year a year yeah yeah and then came back and you were like my year's up and back into working in Mm -hmm. Dublin so how was that like initial just like that experience of your first year living out in New York Oh, I loved it. I literally had the best year. And like I was only talking about it the other day, like it was so different than it is now. Like I literally came out here with no money at all. Like yeah, no experience. I didn't have the, the blogging thing even at that point. Like I started that when I was here. So, so you launched the, the blog when you were in New York that I year. had it, but I didn't really blog regularly. Okay. And yeah, I, I, I kind of launched it as a thing when I was here. Okay. And because I was so far, it was easy for me to be a little bit more brave and be like okay I don't really care so much what people think or I'm, oh, I'm I felt more comfortable putting myself out there because I think any anyone in New York does you're when yeah. you're surrounded by people who are Doing going the after thing. their dreams it seems easier it's easier it is yeah. you know you're like inspired by everybody so um I started when I was here and I just had the best year like meeting people like the opportunities the it just felt like anything could happen and I didn't want to leave after the year. I did like I really didn't want to leave, but I had to because mm-hmm. my second year of work was at home and like I was in a long distance relationship at the time and there was a couple of reasons I had to go home, but I planned on coming straight back after the year. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> but it's fine cuz like my blog wouldn't be kind of where it is. You know, I'm really I really don't regret not coming back straight mm-hmm. away. And now I'm like 27 and I'm like back where I really want to be doing something that I love. And I just can't, I just feel so like lucky mm-hmm. to be able to do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you came back and you were like, I need to get back to New York straight away. But obviously you got sucked into the working mm-hmm. and then it's it's obviously very hard to return with um, visas and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, in those few years that you were <clears throat> in Ireland working and then blogging, you know, as uh, working as a social media influencer for yourself, how much did you think about New York? Oh my god, it's so, like, I genuinely just, it's weird. Like, in my, in my gut, 
I know that I'm supposed to be here and I always have mm. whenever I'm here I just feel at home and when I leave I feel really sad and like I know that sounds stupid but yeah. like when I came out here for the first time when I was a teenager I was planning on coming to college out here I have family here I can see my life here you know mm-hmm. and I, I just don't honestly don't ever feel as happy as when I'm here mm-hmm. there's a lot of different reasons like the opportunities the people the I don't know the energy the lifestyle the energy <laughs> there's so much stuff yeah. that I just love out right here mm-hmm. so yeah I'm just so happy to be back oh my god mm-hmm. I'm so happy to hear that I love yeah. those, those kind of stories when you were you made the uh, the plunge to uh, work for yourself and, and uh, leave tour, tourism Ireland after your time there what was the scariest part about that and kind of how did you feel about yourself at that time like did you have to explain it to your parents mm. were you like Jesus people will think x y and z or were you you know were you just kind of going for it like thinking about it now it feels the same like the same type of risk as moving here yeah like calculated but still a risk um at the time I was really really busy and I couldn't keep it up I couldn't keep up my job and mm-hmm. and work I didn't have enough holiday days I was making more money from my blog than I was making in work um obviously like I was enjoying my blog more than like I don't know but at yeah. the same time I really like an office environment and I liked working with people so that definitely like working for myself was never a goal of mine yeah like I don't I, that for me is not why I do it I like working what I like working on what I love but I'd love to work with people I'd love to have like a team at some point you know mm-hmm. um yeah I'm sorry what was the question I lost my train <laughs> so of what were the struggles that you had in that first kind of period so yeah I, I didn't actually tell my parents straight away not that they not that they don't really judge me I think they yeah yeah I think they they trust my decision but I just didn't want to have to like really explain the ins and outs of it'll be fine I'll make enough money to pay my rent don't worry it'll be fine and it's the same with moving here like it's a hu- like a huge expense yeah and like I have saved and I'm okay I, I'm you know mm. if if I don't make a cent for the year I'll be fine because I've planned for that mm-hmm. but at the same time it's scary saying that to people it's scary saying that to my parents being like it might not work out but it's mm-hmm. okay I'm prepared for that like you know yeah. so you're just taking that risk and you're kind of but I'm not taking a stupid risk like yeah. for me if it, if it doesn't work out I'll still have had the best year ever I'll have given it a shot I'm never going to regret that mm-hmm. you know uh, I'm a really hard worker so I'm like ready to put in the work and I'm excited about putting in the work and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like, you know, yeah. it's not like I'm back to square one if it doesn't work out. Like I have like degrees and stuff. And I have all these contacts that I've made along the way. And I have to believe that that counts for something. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, obviously I really want to be doing what I'm doing and I want to do well in it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it will work out. <laughs> I'm you positive. Know? You're positive too. Yeah. I love that. What was the industry like in Ireland for the last, say, four or five years that you were there? Was it four or five years? Is that four years. Or, yeah, four years, yeah. Four years. What's it like? Uh, what are the struggles that you kind of have, have gone through with that? Uh, I think the major struggle for me is, like, the pressure that you feel. Mm. Like, you're always on. You know, it's hard because you're always on and you never feel like you've done enough. And the work-life balance I guess because you're you have to be careful how much you share mm. because you still need to take time for yourself mm-hmm. and I still struggle with that I'm like okay it's okay to take a day off like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah I understand how could that how you could feel well I can do more I can do more you know there's so no it's such a weird cottage. job like I can't imagine clocking out on a Friday at five 
I, I don't know what I'd do with my time. Mm. I don't, I, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> but uh, I do love it as well. Like, I really do. And for a while, like, I went through phases of not loving it. Yeah. Because, like, there was, like, obviously a time in Ireland where it was really a, a negative job. You know mm. what I mean? And it was, a ne- like, people thought of, like, bloggers negatively. Mm. And, like, that that was hard because, like, I work really hard and I've always worked hard. And I just don't want to be associated with an industry that has a bad name. Mm-hmm. But I think we've come out the other side now and people... Yeah, you know, respect what we do, and do you think so? There was, um, there was a there was a website or like a social media page dedicated to like um, being negative about mm. influencers, and I think that um, that's obviously never right in any case, no matter if people are doing right or wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but how do you think that that obviously it affected some people more than most? Do you think that mm-hmm. that made the industry stronger, and that you know, you, as to your point, do you've come out the other side of it? I mean. It was really hard for everybody at the time, whether you were involved or not. It made the industry yeah. very, very touchy, and you know, you didn't know who to trust, and you know. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like, when you go through those hard times in any sense, in every part of life, you do come out the other side stronger. Mm-hmm. And I do think, as an industry, we've all become more accountable. Mm-hmm. It was a new industry, though, like it, like it still is. So, like, it didn't obviously make everybody more accountable. It made us more aware. What are the rules? What do we have to do? You know. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, now we're respected because when, as long as you're following the rules, you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I don't like the way that it was done. And I don't, I in general, don't like that negative energy and the way that it can turn into bullying. I don't like that, mm-hmm. you know? Of course, yeah. But, like, I do think we've come out the other side and it's worked, you know, for, for the blogging industry in Ireland. It has made people respect it the industry. More. And the, I do think... The, like a lot of bloggers who are good and who have worked really hard have come through it and they're even better after you know mm-hmm. what I mean so yeah yeah and you said that um, earlier before we started recording that um, you think that the influencer industry in Ireland has kind of has come streets ahead of mm-hmm. themselves and have a lot of respect and brands kind of have a lot of respect for influencers mm-hmm. do you mean that in, in a sense of like spend and creative freedom and well when I originally planned on coming out here I was like oh my god you know there's so much money out here there's so many opportunities Mm. honestly like the influencer industry in Ireland Mm. is huge Mm -hmm. and people are so much more engaged Mm. in Ireland than they are here because you remember when um, Snapchat did like statistics and it was like Ireland Ireland Mm. is one of like the biggest users I think it's like that nosiness that we have say a blogger of my size here they would not have the same reach and engagement yeah and viewers they just don't like it's just the way it is i think it's because ireland is a small country like we all feel like we know each other and we're just engaged you know we mm. follow everyone and it's it's interesting like and mm. i remember i was talking to a girl for, uh, who's a brand manager for a uk company and she was saying like even ireland in comparison to the uk mm-hmm. like you do not get the same like the influencer don't have the same I don't want to use, what's the right word like not power but that they don't have the same influence I guess mm, yeah you know than, yeah. than in Ireland and it's funny and it's it's great like you know yeah it is but it, it definitely is like a booming industry in Ireland like it's a fun one to work in because we get like I literally before I came out here I've worked with every brand that I've wanted to work with mm. more than I even thought that I could mm. so it makes me think like okay if I could do that like if I was actually decide I want to do something yeah and really work hard it. like probably could, like it could happen you yeah know? yeah so now it's like I'm going into a new market so it's totally totally different and like I really am excited by that challenge like mm-hmm. I'm like so ready for it 
so y- you left a lot of um, you left the market in Ireland in a good place like mm-hmm. it wasn't as if like things were going downhill no, like not if at all. anything things I feel were like going. every year people are bringing into their marketing plans more mm-hmm. you know yeah like huge budgets are put aside and I always so I don't really get to talk about this side of it often because I feel like I'd bore people if I talked about it but like think about the reach mm-hmm. when I, I know like say circulation of magazines and print and the price that people pay for mm-hmm. ads oh my god bananas I know and what we that. get paid in comparison is like nothing you know I've what I mean? tweeted about this before because I get because I'm a publicist so I get all the inside statistics crazy like they're getting way better value working yeah. with influencers way better because they're getting way more reach yeah to give people an idea like price. an ad in like a Cosmopolitan or Marie Claire in America um, would be about 700,000 so what? nearly a million dollars yeah, yeah a full page ad but yeah. see the thing is they, are, they have companies that they need sorry whole of companies of people that they mm-hmm. need to pay so for me it's just me you yeah. know what I mean which means I work 24-7 but like yeah it's way, it's way cheaper yeah and they get a way better deal and they're getting really good engagement and impressions and I can give them the exact return on investment I can tell them how many people click through the link I can yeah. tell them the exact amount of eyes that saw it I can you know what I mean yeah but so there you go yeah I love how you like know the, the back end see that's another thing it's like and I, I know I said this to you already before we started but it's like the back end of what is required as a influencer is just bananas and I don't think that people understand that I know and honestly I think people would be absolutely bored out of their brain if they were <laughs> but like for example like we like I'm my account I'm I do my accounts Mm-hmm. I do you know I have to keep track of everything I am my negotiator in a sense like I email people I'm my their relationship builder I'm the face I'm the you know I do a lot of yeah. I wear so many different hats yeah. I'm the editor I'm the publicist director I'm the, you know, everything the photographer <laughs> yeah. sometimes you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah. so like we do a lot mm-hmm. and it's, I, I always find it interesting in, like when I hear people from magazines talking like um, how they all have different jobs you know what I mean mm-hmm. because like everyone can do everything yeah you know yeah. if you want to if you if you know what the the fo- the bigger picture is at the end like, like maths is not my strong point but like there's a certain amount of maths that I have to do of course of know? course yeah <laughs> yeah I love that um sorry so we were saying like the industry in Ireland is booming and um you know credit where credit's due and they've you know really started to pick up on influencers and the value of that mm. Leaving that behind and coming to New York, like and starting from scratch, I just have to like hand it to you. Like it's a really massive decision. Yeah. Because you said it before, like when you're up top in Ireland or you're a blogger of your size in Ireland and put that into this into this industry here in New York or it's into nothing. the US, it, it means a lot less, unfortunately. I would say nothing, Louise. You don't care. No, but like I always it's always said like I much rather be small fish in a big pond that's yes. just me as a person I prefer that yeah um and at the end of the day like I'm not doing this because I want to be well known or I want to be mm. the best at what I do I'm doing it because I enjoy it mm-hmm. and like you only get to live once and like I'm only in my 20s once so like now is like really I genuinely feel like it's probably no better time for me to move I'm single I'm 27 I'm like a little bit older I'm I just feel like I'm in a good place yeah. to move and I feel confident about it and I'm excited about starting from scratch and like if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out like it's fine yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah who cares yeah, and honestly I just feel like already 
in three weeks I've met so many people yeah that if it, if it doesn't work out something else will come along and it will be fine you know yeah. yeah so you have kind of a very just like go for it attitude yeah I want to like give it a go and just see and like yeah. if it's just honestly I don't care if it doesn't work out I'm just happy to be like experiencing this living here and meeting all the new people mm-hmm. and seeing something completely different like like I said like I literally worked with every brand that I could possibly want to work with like my favourite brands this year I had like opportunities that I never thought that I would have mm-hmm. and even if I stayed I wouldn't have been happy mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been happy in Ireland doing all that mm-hmm. because I was just I was I wanted something else mm-hmm. and I think for me I, it's just like the, the excitement of something new is like mm-hmm. more more rewarding than any collaboration I could do or like yeah. you know yeah it sounds like um, the way I felt like I felt like it was like an itch that I couldn't scratch yeah. for a layer. and as much as I loved my life I loved my life in mm. Ireland and I had such a great opportunity yeah. and I just couldn't I couldn't accept the fact that I wasn't in New York mm. and it's also like what, how do you define success like mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I would have always thought success for me would have been like brands I work with the money I'm making ha- like how I'm respected in the industry Mm-hmm. but like I don't know like I feel like maybe it's more just how happy I am and what I'm doing and like mm-hmm. excitement and you know mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to change it up to keep that yeah how do you stay true to yourself with all the collaborations and kind of putting yourself out there so much how do you make sure that you're still like how do I work with brands and make sure that it's a fit yeah I, I, well that and also like giving out so much content of yourself mm. and obviously you're saying geez I wouldn't post that now like everybody has it's only natural to say mm. I wouldn't post that how do you in terms of brands now I feel like I'm in a very fortunate position the last while that I can't I was only th- like it's been ages since I've had to do something that didn't feel like a proper fit mm-hmm. I just feel like it's so many fashion collaborations that want to work together and for me that's so it's so easy it's so mm-hmm. natural it's what I would do anyway yeah so like I haven't felt like I've had to force any content in the last while and I feel like that's why things are going really well mm-hmm. because people don't feel like I'm I'm forcing stupid ads on them you know yeah but I don't like in terms of staying true to myself I think it's just time and practice and getting older and yeah I don't know like I was it's so funny I was talking the other day and I say it to people now I can't believe where I am where I am now because I used to be so shy mm-hmm. like the last time I was here like mm-hmm. the idea of talking to a camera mm. scared me mm-hmm. and when everyone said like everything's going to video I used to love writing I was mm-hmm. like oh my god I hate this like, <laughs> yeah. and like and I look back at videos of me and I was with uh, my friend Charlotte who's good friends with Darren Garry mm-hmm. and Darren didn't remember she used all those impressions yes and she did an impression of me back <laughs> in the day and like I was flattered that she even wanted to but like I was like a robot like I was so scared talking Aww. to the camera like, uh-huh. and now I just feel like I vlog every day and I'm like it's so funny like you can I never would have thought I would be able to do that so like anything yeah. you want to do as long as you put the time in and the effort you can do it basically yeah. so I can't even remember what the point of me saying that was but. I don't know I don't know where we started um, I wanted to ask you um, just jump it on, on the on the back of that point um, you, when you studied Whatever it was that you studied in college, uh-huh. was it business? I did or? communications for my undergrad and then marketing. Okay, so, but yet you've been, you kind of seem to have that belief that whatever you want to do, you can do it. 
your strong areas might be in maths or whatever. Mm. So is that the kind of advice that you would go out to somebody else, not make, not even in the influencer industry, but in whatever career that they're in? Like, I don't, honestly, when I say that there's anything, the only reason I believe you can do anything that you want to do is because of where I am right now. Yeah. Because I don't, I didn't always think like that, but I've always been a hard worker, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like now I'm like sitting in my apartment in New York and I'm like, I can't believe this actually. Like five years ago, I would walk past an apartment like this and be like, that's a complete dream that would mm-hmm. never happen for me mm-hmm. so I do like in that sense now I understand that when you work really hard like it can but I didn't always think like that mm-hmm. um, the one piece of advice sorry that I would give is and someone gave me this to me in school is just to always do something that you're interested in mm-hmm. and it will all make sense like so when I did communications I didn't know what I wanted to do I was kind of torn between journalism I didn't blogging wasn't that thing then I wanted to do fashion because fashion was what I was interested in but there was no fashion courses so like I went to the DCU because they had a fashion society and it was like a big one and I was always drawn to things that I was interested in Mm -hmm. and then like looking back now I can join up all the dots and it's all you know it makes sense yeah so I just think as long as we don't worry about the end goal especially when you're young just do something that you're interested in yeah and it will work it will make sense yeah you know eventually yeah how do you think the industry so what are the main point of differences of the industry over here as opposed to in Ireland I don't know like because it's I'm still like very at the like, early mm. stages I haven't met that people or anything but I'm trying to like reach out to people because I want to have friends in the industry I want to go to events and see people I know and like I'm like a social person I don't want to I don't want it to be that different to how the industry was for me at home mm-hmm. and that's what I enjoyed about it at home mm-hmm. you know but I do th- like, it's funny even yesterday I met some US bloggers how they shoot content is different it's definitely <laughs> more like cheesy we're definitely more real uh, it's definitely more staged here. okay you know I seen like I was driving by I was in Soho we were like driving through Soho and like this woman was like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this not overly unusual for us but she mm-hmm. had like a tripod on the corner and she was like it was probably about like 11am on like a Wednesday um, and we were visiting we were doing a site check and work and she was like just like modelling in front of the camera with her tripod and I was like yes like I loved oh, it because so I was like funny. she obviously has to get the content clearly she's working like out with like um, sorry it's just I don't want any static for the phone or for the thing um, she was obviously working for herself and like mm. had to like get the content so mm. like I thought that was like I don't think you'd see that like on Grafton Street. Oh my God, no, you'd be absolutely <laughs> slagged so much. Like. Right, yeah. And we still have that kind of mentality. It's uh-huh. like, you don't want to be seen like even... I like that though, in a way. You know, like I really do appreciate perfect Instagrams and really pretty pictures. I do. And I, I do like them. But it's... No, there's not really room for that style, I don't think, in Ireland. And I like that it's real and that we get to share and be open and, you know... Yeah, I mean, I never really noticed that. So, f- like, being over here, so, like, obviously the influencers I follow, like, 50% Irish, probably 50% American, just because I know so many of them now at mm-hmm. this point. But the content is definitely more, like, pristine and clean and, like, like, curated. Ads, yeah, like, curated. And ads, yeah. And, like, yeah. I was with the girls yesterday, and I was like, they, they probably think I put no effort into my photos because they're just more like I yeah. shoot them there and then I shoot them on my phone I don't like I used to have do they all have big cameras yeah and yeah and I we were talking about them and I, I used to use cameras and then I stopped using them because the photos wouldn't get the engagement people didn't like this set up shot like you know yeah and then they were saying the same and I was like that's funny then why do you do it you know 
yeah. I guess I don't know and you're you're so are you, are you trying to stay more candid and kind of different differentiate yourself that way uh I think I'm just this is just my it's just developed into style. my style yeah you know and like yeah. I think people follow me for fashion mm-hmm. and now they're following me for the apartment updates and they're like they don't need all the the curatedness of it do you know what I mean yeah of course yeah so yeah yeah well your youtube video for like your part one and part two of like moving to new york mm. was like everybody in the comments were like it's so real and mm. like you were just being so genuine and honest and like i had some laughs out of it because when i moved here three years ago and like still like struggled so much with mm. like finding your fee and my first year was a complete blur and i think people have that misconception that like you like land on your fee and so funny isn't it mm. like it's just it's such hard work and it's so scary yeah. and like you know everybody has their own like battles and struggles when they move here mm-hmm. like for sure and it's funny because like now I'm just like anything bad that happens I'm like oh it's funny it'll be, it'll be a good clip for the vlog you know what I mean so it's great like everything <laughs> yeah even when it's something bad happens I'm like I don't really care it's fine yeah because you know? yeah, I remember you didn't get your keys on time and you were yeah. like thought it was like okay that was annoying because I was literally <laughs> homeless with like four bags and I was like oh like literally in a hotel lobby going through trying to find stuff to wear and I had nowhere to stay and yeah but that's the reality of it I mean I got in after two days so it's fine yeah but yeah like the bed just all the little things that happen along the way are like it's funny yeah you know I can't wait to like look back at the vlogs already and be like I slept on an air mattress you know with no furniture and like yeah it's funny I know it'll be nice to look back on I think when I'm set up yeah for sure do you think that you'll continue to like kind of keep your finger in the pie in Ireland and yeah because you have so many friends there yeah no definitely I honestly my friends were only saying it last night my American friends were like your accent is so much stronger than the last time you were here I was like I hope I don't lose it you know I really don't I think I'm older now so I don't think I will yeah um and I like I love I want I want to keep in touch with everyone at home and I, I think when I went back four years ago it really gave me a chance to really love Dublin mm-hmm. I'm from Limerick and I love Limerick but I got a chance to live in Dublin work in Dublin mm-hmm. experience Dublin as like an adult and like like socially and yeah. I love it like I do love Dublin so I think maybe if I was younger and I stayed here I wouldn't have had the same love for it yeah and like obviously all my family and my friends like I'm so close with everyone so I will always be there's never a case of like I'm going to America and that's the last of me like I'm going to be yeah, you know over yeah. and back a lot I think yeah. and keeping in touch with everyone and that's the one thing I think the biggest struggle that I've had since I've come here is like the time difference mm-hmm. like accepting okay no I live here now like stop working on Irish time like waking up at 5am like you know what I mean mm. I need to just like settle here and like yeah chat. like it took me three weeks to change my number on WhatsApp for my Irish number you know what I mean yeah that's, yeah and to get like an American number I had an American number but like I just didn't switch my number and I'm like any new friends I make aren't going to be able to contact me like you know yeah yeah so. I know We I was I had a conversation with like an, uh, a friend that used to I used to work with in uh, Dublin and like she came back and she was like do you know so and so like she's obviously still working in Ireland she was like do you know so and so and I was like 
She's like, do you know that model? And I was like, no. I know. Like, it's I funny don't. when you're out of the when you're out of the loop, and like so when you're in angry. Ireland, you, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Every, you know what I mean? I was like, God, I'm so out of the loop, like, because like my life is not because I because you're saying about losing your accent, like I work with Americans and I like. It, we it, haven't lost your accent. But. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I feel like comfortable with you, but when I go into work, like I have to like slow everything down because oh, they're. It, it, it is annoying like, when like you say and things like, and people don't understand you. Like, I know. I, I've already been like. You don't know what I'm saying. I know. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It's like, funny. to the little phrases we have, like, oh, I'm not arsed, or like, blah, blah, blah. And then people look at you and they're like, what is she talking about? Like, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, or I was like to my boss, I was like, come here. And like, you know, you mm. want to say, I was like, come here to me. And she was like, I'm, she was like, I'm sitting right here, though. <laughs> I know. And then, like, if you say, like, you're passing, like, oh, sorry. Sorry, excuse me. Like, and then they're like, "It's okay." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not actually sorry." I'm yeah. just like, "You're like, like excuse." Yeah, they're like, "Excuse me," and you think they're being rude, but that's just what they say. I know. I feel rude when I say like, "Excuse me." Yeah, excuse, excuse me. me. Yeah, like so I, that's like to us is like rude. And also another thing is, um, when you say thank you and they say you're welcome, you're like, you're like, <laughs> or like, like you're okay. welcome. Or you say thanks, and you're like, it's okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or you say thanks, and they're like. They're like, yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, we just automatically, as our, we're so, so modest that when they somebody says thanks, you're like, thanks. You just like, it's like a mutual. Yeah, like, it's not like a conversation. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, you're just like, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> we're so modest. So like funny. living here has made me like be so much more cutthroat. Like, I know. Oh Jesus. I mean, you've got such a taste for it already, like after living here for a year, but uh, it, it definitely, definitely does. So what are your favorite parts about New York City, like in terms of like favorite areas, favorite restaurants and least favorite? God, I don't know about restaurants because like, there's just so many, oh but God, yeah. favorite area. I love Soho. I love the people watching. Like, I got the style. Like I actually, the first weekend I moved here, I just, it was fashion week also, but like I remember being like, Mm. the style mm-hmm. and I remember like thinking that Americans don't have a good style and I was like I was wrong <laughs> I was like wow well I think New York is obviously an exception like everyone's so stylish here I literally walk down the street and get outfit inspo which is like like a walking Pinterest board it's amazing mm-hmm. I love that feeling um, my favourite thing about New York is that people are really really like hard working and they really go after what they want mm-hmm. and then there's people have so much fun here mm-hmm like you can do both you can work really hard and you can have so much fun yeah yeah you know what I mean and you can get the rewards for working really hard yeah you do yeah so like that's what I love about it yeah and I love the lights and I love walking around and I love people are like most people are sound like you know when you're having a good obviously when you're having a bad day then you'll meet all the assholes at one day but yeah like for the most part I think people are really friendly and the food is good I had a good nice bagel this morning like <laughs> but you still cook your own food as well yeah. it's hard isn't it to get produce and well yeah my, my rent is just so high that I'm like I need to not eat out all the time I need to like make an I effort know. to cook and stuff yeah you should save so much money but yeah like in terms of like the food to make sure you're getting okay food like not like the processed stuff yeah it's hard yeah it's tough um and what's the worst parts about New York or any areas you don't like or any things that you wish would just go away <laughs> Um, I think like I, everything I love about New York you could probably equally hate it as much if you're having a bad day mm-hmm. I just remember from the last time that That's I lived here point. like the highs are so high yeah. 
and then like you can have lows that are equally as mm. low and like you can feel very alone mm. and I think to a certain extent like when I came back I was like I need to be more responsible like now that I live here by myself because it can be just like a city where you can just be out all the time and you mm. can be you can literally run yourself into the ground if you want to like mm-hmm. but you have to be like no like look after yourself mm-hmm. treat it like a home like I'm mm-hmm. trying to like build life here so yeah just to I suppose I'm trying to build like a good network of friends that I don't feel like alone ever mm-hmm. here yeah because it, like it is one of those places you always need plans I find because if you don't have plans then you're just going to be like sitting in alone with 10 million friends who are dotted all around the city but like you're like yeah where do I go like, you know? yeah it is it is but it's it's one of those places as well I find that you just got get caught up like you can meet somebody like in work or like some a friend of a friend and then next of all like you're like in their friends circle of friends and like people introduce you like I don't even like it's just it's funny how relationships work and like people everyone here comes you probably notice that everyone comes here for a reason and that it's all almost like a mutual reason that mm. you know people are, are like here on their own kind of mm-hmm. it's not like people are like going home to their families at night like yeah you know no totally yeah I feel like everybody has come, like you said everyone's come out here with their own goals everybody's yeah. come here to chase something chase something and it's one of those places where I do love that about city too like you can go out I feel so comfortable meeting people I've never met before and like I learned that here I learned how to yeah. network and and meet strangers and introduce myself I learned that when I worked here the first time yeah it doesn't it's not like that in every city it's really mm-hmm. not like in, in Dublin if you do that people kind of look funny like mm. you have to know somebody to like yeah. to somebody yeah. else yeah so I do love that about here that like you can meet anyone mm-hmm. and as long as you're outgoing enough anything can kind of happen yeah yeah you know for sure mm. are you proud of yourself yeah and I'm so proud like this is like the probably the only time in my life that I felt like really proud of myself okay. and it's it's just because I'm like I can't help but take a minute because I'm sitting on my couch and I'm looking out and I'm like this is like my dream like, mm-hmm. this is it like I'm like I could die tomorrow and I'd be happy because <laughs> this is like my dream you know what I mean yeah. I know it's like a, it's, a, it's a small dream but it's also a big dream in it a way is, you know it's, yeah. like I just love where I live and I'm really proud that I was able to get here and I did everything for myself mm-hmm. I paid for everything I saved myself I worked really hard like the last time I was here I lived in like a horrible apartment it didn't matter it didn't make a difference in my experience it's an amazing experience but like everything that I've done is off my own back you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I don't have people helping me mm-hmm. so that makes me really proud of myself yeah you know I love that I mm. love that kind of story yeah well thank you so much for coming on um, it's it's just so nice to hear the authenticity of like your story and how that you know obviously drives you to be authentic and yeah. everything else it's oh. very important too I love talking about it now I feel like it's so exciting and like yeah and I love I keep getting messages from people saying like they're so inspired and stuff like that like that is honestly like the nicest thing ever mm-hmm. and I'm like it's crazy it's crazy I've never had that before people messaging me stuff like that so I'm like yeah it's, it's cool know, and like honestly I think as a woman mm-hmm. it's amazing to be mm-hmm. able to inspire other women and I'm like men have been doing this for probably so much longer do you know what I mean but yeah. like it's, it's cool to be like you can be single yeah you know what I mean you can be a girl you can do all this stuff mm-hmm. you can work in fashion you can you know do well and be do happy really and well. be successful and get like re- do what you want to do and reach your dreams and everything mm-hmm. so that, that is nice to be able to be to, to send that message to people you know yeah yeah I and you can that. be nice and you can be normal and you mm-hmm. you don't have to be a bitch you, don't have, you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's like the message of the whole podcast mm-hmm. it's like 
just be true to yourself and be genuinely mm. and hard genuine and hardworking mm. and be able to say yeah I am proud of myself yeah and like you even know? though I said though I've done everything myself like in terms of like getting here I have had like since I've got here so much help from mm. other women messaging me reaching out to me even here like so many Irish women and I mean I've made plans to meet like two Irish girls next week that I've never met before mm-hmm. like yeah I think that that's I, that's a message I want to share like that mm. people are so women are so helpful yeah and so good and so powerful and we need to be aware of that I think yeah. more and appreciate it more and help yeah. each other more you know because mm-hmm. only positive things can come for it there's you know only room to grow I think there's no such thing as competition yeah we can all just help each other you know yeah I love that I yeah. love finishing off on such a high note like yeah. that yeah. <laughs> thank you so much thanks so much <laughs>